Hello, 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 everyone. You are now tuning into Frida's World Podcast, a platform where women of color can have open, honest, and candid discussions about our experiences being professional women in this 21st century. It's your girl, Rita Pierre, your host, CEO, and founder of Frida Women NYC, a fashion brand that sets out to motivate and instill confidence in professional women through the use of fashion accessories. So if you're looking for ways to enrich your life, enhance your personal skills, or hell, if you're looking to just have a good laugh, grab a big glass of something and join on in. This week's Frida Woman of the Week is dedicated to a woman who was all but forgotten to history for nearly 50 years. This week, thanks in large part to the Twitterverse, Sheila Minor Huff was identified as the lone woman and only individual to go unnamed in a photo containing 38 scientists from a 1971 biology conference. Now, without knowing too much about Miss Minor Huff, there are so many things that we can draw from this. In 1971, Black people were not appreciated in this country. In 1971, women were not seen as equal to men. So for me, to see that a Black woman was in the midst of 37 male white scientists, again, in a field that is male-dominated, this woman had to be a boss. She had to be a genius. She had to be a force to be reckoned with. She had to be amazing. And it's sad that it took 50 years for us to actually find out about this woman, but I'm glad that we did. And the backstory on how she was discovered is pretty interesting, but you guys are going to have to wait to Freedom Woman Fridays and check out the blurb and check out the link um, giving the full story on Sheila Minor Huff and how she emerged into our lives this Friday. Uh, by clicking on to Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at our handle, Frida Women NYC. That's F-R-E-E-D-A Women NYC. All right. So I'm here with my lovely, lovely, lovely friends, Layo Garmabusi and Diane Samu. Um, introduce yourselves, please. Hi, hi, hi. Lyle's been on here before, though, I but... Have. I have. I'm not a guest anymore. Season one. She was here on season one. I think yeah. we're talking about Insecure. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, yes. I'm I've known Rita since law school days. Yes. Um, you know, so we go we go way back. And Diane as well. Um, I don't know. What else do you well, I guess we can skip to Diane for now, okay. since we since the since I mean, if you don't know about Lyo, that gives you incentive to go back to season one, listen to all the episodes to <laughs> know who Lyo was, know who Lyo is. Yeah. Uh, but Diane's new to Frida's world. This I is her mean. first uh, recording, hopefully not her last. Yes. So Diane, good morning, everyone, or whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> um, my name is Diane Samu. Um, I also had the pleasure of meeting. Rita and Laya when we were um, in the struggle of law school. Yeah. Yes. Um, and we came out together. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, so, <laughs> the struggle was real. Yes. And so we continue that um, relationship. Great. So um, the three of us, we went to Fordham Law School <gasps> in Fordham! New York City. <laughs> Not to be uh, confused with the Bronx campus. We went to the That's Lincoln right. Center campus. Yeah, that is correct. That is correct. Let's be clear. Fiction, people. Yes. <laughs> every time I'm like, they're like, oh, you went all the way to, to, to the Bronx? I'm like, no, 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 no my friend. <laughs> Nobody went to the Bronx. <laughs> 
<laughs> not there's anything wrong with that, but whatever. Um, but yeah, so we went to Fordham. The struggle was definitely real. Um, but I think what we all like got from it was just a sense of community, right? Yeah, that is right. So Absolutely. Yeah, a sense of community, and that's kind of how we're still like years out of law school, mm-hmm. still in communication. Yeah. I think the the school fostered that sense of community, Absolutely. that sense of like camaraderie. Absolutely. Especially as black students, right? Yes. So like, what were you guys' experience, I guess, with it? I mean, because when people think of law school, they think about cutthroat, gunner, like new, nobody can make friends, nobody can be friends. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and for the most part, I think that is the truth, right? For most law schools. For most law schools. Right. That's right. But as people of color, you know, it's we always have to kind of find our own yes. and kind of like huddle and, and create our own groups yeah. right but how did you did you i mean obviously it works because we're here right but what yeah. was your um individual i guess experiences in terms of like getting to where we are now with you know um i'll start i will say that my undergraduate experience um was not ideal mm-hmm. um i did not leave uh georgetown no i probably shouldn't have said the school's name but i did not leave my <laughs> undergraduate institution with um, that same sense of um, community in mm-hmm. which I left Fordham. And one of the things that I will say about Fordham is that not only um, did the school make an effort to make sure that there was that sense of community and camaraderie um, with not not just students of color, but amongst all students. All students, yeah. Um, but amongst ourselves, we made sure to, to foster that. So whether it was... Um, you know, having study groups or sharing study materials with one another or even um, going out after finals or to celebrate someone's birthday. I think each thing that we did together Mm -hmm. certainly uh, reinforced that feeling of togetherness. And so it was something where when we graduated, that didn't mean that those relationships ended. If anything, it just so happened to be a new chapter to those friendships that we had built. So um, that was certainly my experience. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I, for me, I was in the evening program. So there was definitely a lot less of that competitive cutthroat nature in Mm -hmm. our program because most of the students were full-time, full-time employees somewhere. um, And, you know, a lot of them were older with kids. And so there would, that just, we just didn't have time for that, you know, competitive aspect of it. So we're definitely stuck together um, in the evening program. Um, and, uh, you know, as Diane said, a lot of the the students of color, certainly we sought each other out, helped each other. And so that was great. And I definitely agree with the sense, like, you know, leaving Fordham with a sense of community. Um, staying in touch with people was not difficult because we, it felt like we went through this together. That's right. And we made it together. Yes. And it's so, and it's, and I will say one of the most satisfying things is to see um, the progression of all, you know, all of you ladies throughout the years and mm-hmm. celebrate your successes and see how far we've come and, and, and where we are now. So that, that's, that's definitely a good thing okay. um, for me. So, so, I know Diane and I met because we happened to be in the sister section together. We were, yes. So how, Lyo, did you, I mean, although I think I know the story, but I'm sure everybody else would want to know. How did you meet Diane? How did you meet me? Wasn't it 
sure the program, what is that program that they had? The um, AEP or the, something? Is it AEP? Like they had it before, it's like a couple of weeks before actual school starts. Yes. I think that's how we met. Yes. Is that how I, we met? I know, I know I didn't meet you through that. I don't think I went to the AEP okay. program. I, Did I meet you through that? You, you must have. I, I, honestly, I honestly don't remember, but I what I do remember is talking to you and then you, you know, finding out that you went to, um, you were in Maryland for yes, some time for, yes, yes, for school yes. and then happened to know one or two people in common from yes, Maryland. Yes. And, um, you know, from there, we just kind of fostered a relationship. Yeah, and then when I found out she was a boss in, in two different oh, schools, <laughs> in law school, I was kind of like, whoa, I need that kind of mm-hmm. hustle and um, that kind of influence. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's how yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how we, we yeah. met. And I know I met Rita through Diane. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, thinking. I'm like, I, sure. think, I feel like that's how we met. Yeah. I don't think we met independently. Yeah, yeah we met through Diane. And All right, cool. Yeah. So it's been years since we've, you know, left law school and... You know, we've still made seven. seven. Oh Thank you. Seven. Thank you oh for throwing God. out the number. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep it vague a little bit here. I'm gonna start doing, you know, uh, addition and subtraction. <laughs> but yeah, it's been seven years. Wow, that's been a long time. Seven yeah. years since we've been out of law since we've been out of law school that's right. into the field practicing. That's right. But we've still maintained this friendship yeah. outside of law school. So I like to say that when I talk to other females, and I know Diane, you were mentioning this earlier before we got on, right. that you know people find it a little bit bizarre, a little bit that we actually have this like group and that we're still in a group and that yeah. we actually do things together. Right. Um, so I don't know how long after law school we started doing this, but like mm. you know we we've always kept in contact. That's we've right. always been in each other's lives. We've always kept up with each other and tried to meet up whenever we could. But I don't know when this tradition actually started, but basically what we've decided to do, um, it's really the four of us, but it's three mm-hmm. of us that are here now. Right. Um, we just decided to kind of do like check-ins, like right. quarterly check-ins yep. where we would either, you know, myself or Lyo would either go to Maryland, D.C. area and go visit Diane and Priscilla, who's not here with us, right. or like they would come to New York. But right. we always just made sure that we actually had like a girl's weekend or a girl's day. Right. Yeah. That's right. And I find that to be very important, especially in society where, you know, the idea that is that women of color, especially we don't tend to get along. We don't work well together. We don't right. really do well together. Right. Um but especially like just being female attorneys, right? Mm-hmm. Just coming from an environment that didn't, that's not supposed to like foster togetherness yeah, and, right. and camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of, we kind of do. Like we, we yeah. have our own little WhatsApp group chat. We celebrate we each other's wins. Yeah, we right. cry with each other when yeah. you know one of us is like down. Mm-hmm. And it's really become a real support system. So I guess what I want to, you know, talk to the both of you um, about is, you know, the importance of having this type of. Um, relationship with with other women, right? Yeah, other women right. who are, yeah. you know, doing it, killing it, yeah, trying right. to kill it. Yeah. Like Diane, like I know you, we talked about this beforehand about you know one of your um, either friends or colleagues who mm-hmm. just was kind of surprised that that we do this. Mm-hmm. Like, talk a little bit about that. Um, yeah, so I was speaking to a friend of mine, and um, you know, I was bragging on this group as I usually do. And she went to another institution and she was um, she was surprised. And she said that at her institution, they didn't have that. And she didn't know if that was because her institution wasn't, um, you know, public service focused. And, you know, people were going on to big firms and doing cutthroat stuff. 
Um, and so I was, I guess, I guess I kind of took it for granted mm-hmm. that we had this group. Um, I, I didn't realize the importance of having a tribe and that's mm-hmm. how I'm going to, you know, mm-hmm. refer to it uh, of having a tribe yeah. until you realize that, that, you know, when you are out there in the field and, you know, you don't necessarily make BFFs with your colleagues mm-hmm. because there's certain lines there that you don't want to cross, mm-hmm. um, but you know that you have this group of women that you can tell your success stories to, that you can, you know, tell your your woes to. And no matter what the story is that you're telling them, they are going to be um, insightful. Yeah. They are going to be responsive and they are going to um, just be there for you. Yeah. You know? Whether you need them to rag out on a guy situation, yeah, don't talk or, about it, or right, <laughs> or you need them to say, "Yo, congratulations on that promotion or that new job. That's amazing." Yeah. You know, um, and I think I think that that has become central for me. It's become yeah. very important for me, and I think it's unfortunate mm-hmm. that other women, professional women, right. don't have that same. Um, opportunity because that's yeah. what it is it's an opportunity yeah, yeah, yeah. and i wish i wish more did because this this has been such a valuable um tool for me yeah it's yeah. like a sisterhood right yeah it is. i totally agree i totally agree i, I co-signed everything diane just said and i think also just to add to that just having a support system to to you know lean on when you're going through some stuff right. as well. You know sometimes we, we we become our own biggest enemy and we become our own biggest biggest critic. And sometimes mm-hmm. when you just have a, a a support system and and girls to talk it out to say you know what I've been through that too. Like don't mm-hmm. beat yourself up. And I was in that situation. And you know you think that you're you're doing badly or poorly or you're failing at something. And you you know you kind of lean on your girls and like you know you're fine. You're gonna be you're gonna be fine because I went through that that's helpful to know that you're not alone in your struggles and you know obviously with women who have similar paths similar right. backgrounds similar struggles you know been through on a similar journey that you're going through it helps it definitely helps to kind of like um you know be able to lean on that um and it, you know i think it's great i i'm so i don't have i don't think like you were saying not many people have this this you know group you know, that they can lean on. And it it, it makes such a difference. I think it's great. I think it's really important too, because especially in the area that we are in, like Mm -hmm. law, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And we all seem to have like different backgrounds in the law, right? We're not all like practicing the same thing. So we kind of become very resourceful to each other. So sometimes, you know, especially being an attorney, you don't want to ask your colleagues certain questions because they're going to be like, ooh, this chick is incompetent. Right, right. So, you know, colleagues are not, they're not always yeah, the no. best, you know, source of information. No. So there's been many times like in the group, it's like, hey, I have this issue. What do you guys think about this? Or for me, if I do have something that I need to write, like I, I would send a, either a sample to Diane. Mm-hmm. It's like, Diane, could you please like just look this over for me because I know like her forte is writing, yeah. you know, and or if there's something like businessy that I need to mm-hmm. speak to Lyo about, hey, Lyo, like, you know, what do you think about this? Or yeah. do you have a sample, you know, agreement that yeah. I can like see so I can draft something up? So it's been really resourceful. Now, what do you, so with your friend who, you know, what, Found, was not able to, I guess, create this, mm-hmm. you know, group for herself right. while in school. 
I mean, what would you what would you tell somebody who's currently in law school now, or even if they're, they've already left law school, mm-hmm. but are in a particular institution where there may be other women of color, That's right. what would you advise them to do? Or how would you advise them to go about creating the circle? Because I know you said that she stated that there was no opportunity, right. but as people of color, we know that we have to create Great. things for that ourselves. Absolutely. Oh my God. And I was going to say, you have to do the work, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not enough. <clears throat> excuse me, to just see people uh, by chance when you guys, you know, go out. You have to make the effort and text someone or call someone. Hey, how are you doing? How did that interview go? Mm-hmm. How, you know, how are, how's your family? Um, how's your health? Just simple questions like that to let other people know that, you know, you're not on an island by yourself and right. you are thinking about them and you are genuinely you know, concerned about them, and you you do want to keep up these relationships. Um, for people who still are in school, I think the opportunity is there. It's mm-hmm. ripe. Definitely take advantage of the opportunity mm-hmm. right now while mm-hmm. you have it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for people who are outside of school, I would say you need to think back about um, onto the people in your life, whether they're from grad school or undergrad or high school, whatever that you felt a connection to. Yeah. And then if you guys haven't talked in a while, reestablish that connection. I don't think in this, um, in the social media age that there's any excuse why you can't, you know, find someone because at the very least, even if they're off the grid, they're off of social media. If you do, if you Google their name, you're going to find something about them or look at your alumni directory, mm-hmm. find out where they are and say, Hey, I just wanted to reach out to you. How are you doing? Um, you know, if they're halfway across the country and you happen to be taking a trip halfway across mm-hmm. the country, I'm going to be in this area on X, Y, Z date. Why don't we get drinks? Why don't we, yeah. you know, get dinner? Why don't we talk to one another? And I think um, we underestimate the importance of of doing that, of reaching out, because the other person might not know how to reach out to you. But if you develop that skill, um, it helps you build that that relationship, that tribe. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you're still in school, reach out to faculty or people in the staff where diversity is important to them. You know what I mean? I know we had several at Fordham, you Mm -hmm. know, Professor Nita, Mm -hmm. you know, there there was just a lot of, um, you know, um, resources on the faculty level. Reach out to them and they might be able to link you up with other students Mm -hmm. because, you know, students naturally gravitate towards them where diversity is important to those students. And so they might be able to link you up um, with people who who are like-minded, um, who have a similar past, similar struggles. And so certainly there are resources everywhere that you can that you can tap into. I will also say go back to your school. Absolutely. If they have events, yes. um, particularly, you know, uh, the Balsa or the Lalsa or the right. Pulsa, whatever Affinity, you know, affinity group <laughs> has an event, you need to go back. You need to give back and don't just go to your own affinity group, support other affinity mm-hmm. groups. Um and you know have conversations with the students i think what was it last year when we had the first um what was it oh, a gosh. student of color alumni yeah. kickoff yeah. whatever that yeah. fordham was doing fordham mm-hmm. started this initiative where they're reaching out to alumni mm-hmm. of color and we had the opportunity to meet some amazing young women yeah. yes. um yeah. that were either graduating or had graduated within the last year and it was great because we were able to say 
there is a light at the end, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. you're getting to that light. It's great. You know, keep doing what you're doing because I think they need to hear that. Yeah, yeah. they do. I yeah. think they do. I feel like with, you know, with those who are still in school, you know, when you when you get to law school, they tell you or you have this idea, at least that you can't be a part of any organizations. You can't be a part of anything. You just have to study. And that's right. it. Right. And I feel like um, although that's. That's true to some yeah, extent, yeah. especially your first, your first year. year. Yeah, um, joining the balsas, joining the affinity groups, like 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 you mentioned, the apostles, the lawsas is very important. Right. You know, joining. You know, at Fordham there were so many public interest groups that you oh, could yes. get involved in. You know, I was part of Disaster Relief Network, yep. and I met some amazing people. Did some amazing things. Diane and I went um, to Haiti the first trip yep. and did some amazing work um, that, you know, is still being used to this day. That's right. So I feel like, you know, especially with those who are still, whether it be law school or, or any type of grad school or anything. Or even, or even if college. Undergrad, yeah, yeah if absolutely. You know, make sure that I'm not saying to go, you know, join every single group that's yeah. available, but find a group that you connect with and you will meet somebody. Yeah. You will forge real relationships through like you know by being with like-minded people and i think for those who are currently working you know their post post grad um especially for the lawyers you know really not not just joining the bar associations but actually being part of the bar associations mm-hmm. even if it's joining a committee yeah. like there's so many associations yeah. but like i i'm part of this um this screening committee and this woman on the committee is like you're not part of the, you know, the Brooklyn Women's Association, yeah. Bar Association. And I'm just like, huh, you yeah. know, I'm not. Yeah. But, you know, I'm like, well, I'm part of this one and I'm part of that one. But she's like, but you're a woman and you're not mm-hmm. part of the Women's Association. Right. So I was like, you know, that actually made a lot of sense because yeah. thinking about moving forward in my career, right, you, I'm going, to, I feel like I'm going to need the guidance, the assistance of, of like-minded women, you know, women who are doing amazing things in the legal realm. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have to kind of like sift through bar associations to find these women. These women are all in one bar association. So, you know, it made sense. And so for me, like I'm actually going in a season of reevaluating these other associations that I'm a part of Mm -hmm. to see what, you know, I'm paying dues, but what am I getting out of that? That's right. Right. Yeah. And then also there are some, you know, loose, unofficial gatherings that happen. I know within my practice group, every month we have a um, a group of entertain women entertainment lawyers, women of color meeting every mm. every month. And it's not a, a, anything official. We don't pay anything. We get together in a bar um, every you know every other month or happy hour. And we meet up, and it's people within our practice group, and so we can talk about things. Women of color, people who are practicing in the industry, and I've actually met some really, really good friends through that through that group. And we do, you know, we do CLEs together, mm-hmm. and we go to conferences together, and so there's always, you know, unofficial little groups that you can tap into that you can look into and join. So. Um, on that note, I I do want to say I I do want to you know give a note of caution not to spread yourself too thin because I am, I know I'm guilty of that. Mm -hmm. You cannot be everything to everyone and you need to um, be very cognizant of that. And one of the things that, you know, I think that a lot of us, particularly uh, women um, and then a step further women of color do is they neglect self care. Mm -hmm. And so I will say, you know, as you join all these groups, as you meet all of these people, Remember that um, you come first 
and you need to protect your peace, no matter what it is that you're doing, definitely get involved, definitely do everything. Don't volunteer for everything. Um, don't think that, you know, uh, you're going to, outside of work, you need to continue working 24-7 and that you don't have time for yourself. So um, that's, to women, we tend to to be those caregivers, want to, you know, take care of everything and don't do that to yourself. Right. But I think that's why it's important to bring it back to why we're here together. Like right. we're currently recording this podcast in a nice little hotel room mm-hmm. during yeah. our girls weekend. That's right. And so, you know, it's part of the self-care is kind of like opening yourself up to, I don't know, other people as well too, right? That's right. Not to do for them, but to get together and share and yeah. and just have a good time with like your friends. Like, yes. You talk things out. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, you're not going to sit there and talk things out in the mirror yeah. to yeah. yourself. Yeah. Right. yeah. Unless you're practicing for something. But mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, a lot of the therapy, like the therapy and the self-care yeah. that I get mm-hmm. is from, you know, being with my close friends mm-hmm. and being able to say, guys, this is an issue, whether it be in a relationship or whether it be a career or even like something family wise right. saying this is what's going on and you know what do you guys think right. because obviously if you guys are in my circle we're doing girls trips we're together I have some sort of like trust in your opinion and and you know um, confidence in mm-hmm. you know the advice that you'll yeah. give right so I feel like that's also just a really important aspect of this you know group thing that totally. we started doing yeah. yeah and so I feel like for me it's been very beneficial because I've gotten a lot of sound advice I've been able to let my hair down and whatnot and I think I remember the, the second thing that we we're going to talk about turning <laughs> not being afraid to turn down in that's your 30s, right, right? Yes. yes oh my god <laughs> so after we've given you guys all this great advice about <laughs> getting together and forming a, a, a tribe yeah. as Diane calls it um, our tribe is very interesting, right, though? Like, in the things that we do. Yes. I mean, Diane or Lyle. <laughs> yes. Let me tell you something. I'm not afraid to go home and turn it down on my couch. That's you know, right. every now and then. I, I don't need to be out here bar hopping. That's right. That. You know, sometimes just, like, what we're doing right now, getting together in a hotel room, lying, that's lying down in bed and just talking... That's lit, okay? Yeah. That is lit. That is lit. Okay. I mean, what we ended up doing this weekend literally was, um, <laughs> I'm not ashamed. I'm, I'm not ashamed. ashamed. Yep. I'm not ashamed. Not. <laughs> uh, we got together. We had a nice little breakfast brunch yep. yesterday, which was Saturday. And then after that, we ended up doing, um, we came back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. We slept. Yes, we did. We slept off the big lunch. Yes. Um, for several hours. Yes. yes. It was a nice little nap. We woke up and we're like, all right, we got to go out. Let's do something crazy. Yes. <laughs> so we went, to a, we went to a comedy club, which yeah. was so Which was fun. really fun. It was, was fun. Shout out to the Greenwich Comedy Club. Yeah. Yes. Here, right, here in New York yeah. City, yes. Greenwich Village yes. or Greenwich Village yeah. um, Comedy Club. It was really good. And I really definitely want to go again. Like I had yes. a great time. You yes. know, we sipped on our water. I think I had one beer. <laughs> One beer. And then after that, we came home mm-hmm. to the hotel. Right. We got into our pajamas. That's yep. right. We talked a little bit. Yep. And we knocked out. Oh, we sure did. Yep. But, Amen. But we, we did have some turn up, though. I'm not going to lie. 
We did turn up a little bit in the diner when we had our lunch. We had a picture of sangria. We did. We did. We did. Yes, As we, we did. were watching CNN. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Hello. That's a commenting, Hello. commenting about the Trump administration. That's right. That's that was a turn up. up. That was a turn up. What? Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Yep. And you know what? We we had a we had a girls trip. I guess this was last year. I don't remember what month. Oh, Delaware. Was it Delaware? Delaware? Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Talk about Delaware. We went to um Rehope. What was Ro- it? Rehoboth Ro- Beach? Ro- yeah, I think it was yeah, like Ro- Rehoboth Beach. Yeah. yeah, we went to Rehoboth Beach, got a nice little um, Re- bed, bed and breakfast, a uh, little cottage. cabin yeah. uh, run by Ethel. Ethel. <laughs> Ethel. <laughs> Ethel. Ethel. Ethel, I don't know who the hell yeah. it is, but it was Ethel. Uh, Ethel, yes. <laughs> and um, that weekend was... That was amazing. That was an amazing yeah. weekend because... Um, I, I that weekend I needed to talk. Yeah. Uh, Lyo needed yeah. to talk. Rita needed yeah, to talk. Yeah, we were just all in a place where we, like we needed this. Yeah, like, we we're all going through some stuff. Yes. Like, we just needed that and break. Our turn up was at Cracker Barrel. Yes, it that's was. it. Yes. like we it didn't. Was. We didn't. You don't have to. You know, go anywhere, stand in lines, do anything. Literally yesterday, we were like, oh, maybe while we were looking for a possible other place, a to possible go, part two after right. the comedy club. <laughs> We saw, what was it, Blue Note yeah, Jazz Blue Club Jazz. or something yeah. like that. And we saw that line and we were like, girl, Hell, bye. Nope. Next. No. Like, no. we're not standing in lines. We're not, you know, looking to put on, you know, mini skirts or whatever Hell when no. it's My two degrees outside. Like, no, it's it's okay. Um to not always seek that that turn up that yeah. let's get drunk and crazy. Mm-hmm. No, my turn up sometimes is in bed yep. because I need rest. Yep. And I know yeah. what I'm about to go back to on Monday. And exactly. so, you know, again, take care of yourself. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. I feel like my turn ups a lot of times have been binge watching on This Is Us. Yeah. Um, Net- binge watching on yep. Netflix. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, and <laughs> speaking of Netflix... <laughs> I feel like again, like I don't know, maybe just in a different space. Like our our like turn up conversations is whether or not Netflix and chill is a, is trademarkable. That's yes. yes. <laughs> like this is what this is what we were literally yes, like yes. literally talking yes. about. Yes. Lawyers yes. in us, and yes. we we were like getting hyped about that. Yes. Like, whether or not Netflix and chill is trademarkable. Right. Like this is the conversation, yep. but we were fine with it. Yeah, like, yes. we are fine with it. Yeah, like, we don't care. Yes, and the consensus is no, we cannot trademark the <laughs> term Netflix <laughs> and chill. chill. Nope. So don't go out there trying to do it. <laughs> You're not going to be successful. You will not. You will be wasting money. After That's that. right. You will be, you will be wasting <laughs> yeah. money, and it is very, very expensive to try to trademark anything That's nowadays. Sweet. Yep. Um, that's I guess our nerd point, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So. Obviously, like we stated, we are currently on our girls' trip yep. um, podcasting, so we're not going to take too much more time because we have one last turn up yes. At, yes. at the brunch spot That's right. to do before we end this weekend. But on a final note, do you guys have any advice, anything that you want to say, comment in terms of the topic of making sure you have a tribe yeah. and that tur- turning up in a in a diner is cool? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You know, in finding your tribe, I, you know, forgot to mention, don't force anything. Yeah. You, it should you, be organic. You, you know, it should be organic. It should be natural. Because if you force it, you're not going to get the benefits of, you know, having a true girl's tribe. That's right. So don't force anything. But once you find it, hold on to it. Check in with yeah. your friends you never know what what your girls are going through check it and just say hi what's good how are you do you want to get together want to talk um and and hold on to them and 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 you know have fun 
I, I completely agree with that. I guess uh, the last piece of advice I would um, give is certainly make great friends and be yes. a great friend. Yes. It is, uh, it's a two-way street. Don't always, you know, lean on people for support. Sometimes you need to be their support. Mm-hmm. And um, just just be aware that you don't know what, you know, your kind words or your checking in might mean to someone mm-hmm. um, the same way that they don't know when they do the same for you, what that me- might mean to you. So always remember it goes both ways. Yeah. I totally agree. And I think my final thought on that is um, if you're looking for friends, looking for good, genuine friends, be open to the good and the bad in terms of, you know, feedback, right? Right. I find that a lot of times we're like, oh, we want somebody to be our friend. We're looking for that tribe. But the moment that this person actually makes a real comment on your life and your situation that you don't like, Mm -hmm. you're just like, this person's not a real friend and you start cutting people off. So Mm -hmm. if you're truly searching for true friendship and truly, you know, looking to have people add to your life. Mm -hmm. It's not always going to be, you know, I I don't want to say it's not always going to be the best experience because having somebody to really tell you about yourself, I think is the most authentic experience you can get. But if you know you're that type of person who can't accept constructive criticism, you might just want to, you know, (laughs) fall back on finding a real tribe. Unless you guys are all okay being fake with each other, which tends to be a, a, a trend as well. Yeah, but I think that you know, be if you're gonna be uh, a friend, be a good friend, like you said, and yeah. then just be open, honest, and receptive to both the good and the bad. Right. Um, and I think that that would that's really like. I mean, I feel like with our tribe, that's, yeah. that's yeah. what it is. Like yeah. sometimes Diane will tell me something that I might not want to hear. But I know that she's not a hater. Yeah. Right. I know that she's not trying to sabotage Coming from my a life. Good place. That you know, and then I'll sit back and I'll reflect, and it's like you know what what she's saying actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. What she's saying is actually true. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's how it is for all of us, yeah. which is yeah. why we're so you know quick to like you know share our highs and our lows, yeah. right? So that is a wrap for, this is episode six, season two Ooh. of Frida's Ooh. World Ooh. Podcast. We're moving along. Yeah. Moving along. <laughs> you can find us on Apple, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. You can also subscribe to us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the handle Frida Women NYC. That's F-R-E-E-D-A Women NYC. And we also have our website, www.fridawomennyc, where you can find the latest accessories. You can find our weekly blog posts. And you can learn about our social impact initiative. So definitely take a trip onto our website. And I think that is a wrap. Yeah. All right. Thank you Thank guys you. for joining us. And we are going to go out and turn up in the brunch spot now. That's Woo-hoo. right. Yes. Talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.